It was a long off-season. So many changes. Bell goes to Oktoberfest in Germany, and he causes no less than 13 international incidents, which, by the way, is still less than our president. Will and his fiance they go on vacation only to have her become infected with a mutant spore that grants her the power to do absolutely everything better than Will can, and she loves to remind him of it. Kyle got domesticated. He moved into his new lair with his lady love where he is fed, watered, and walked three times a day. Our heroes return different. We return better, and yet we still are. Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Belle. I'm Kyle. And I'm Churn of the Mac. And this is Legends TV Talk. Gentlemen. I was going to do something else, and <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 our it's our 14th try trying this. We're a little rusty <laughs> from the offseason, as you can tell. Slightly. International incidents aside, uh, <laughs> but it's great to be back. Here we are. It's uh, season four of the greatest TV show on uh, on television ever. ever. Um, Would that be I, the Family Guy? Um, how many seasons have they gotten? It's like seventy-seven. Oh wait, no, that's the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, that's the Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> but no, of course, we're talking about Legends TV Talk. The, uh, the, the no greatest. Legends of Tomorrow. We're Legends TV Talk. Well, we're also the greatest. Oh, okay. Show ever. Really? Can I get a somebody? We're gonna to have to isolate that and send that to Bo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But of course, Legends of Tomorrow. I always want to say Legends TV Talk just because that's the name of our show when I talk about. Right, right, right. But uh, oh, I but think yeah. it's a great idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. See if we can get that into people's heads so that that's right. what they say. Of course, you know, everyone who listens to the show, all five. Hey, listen, them. we have dozens upon you know one more fan. There's dozens we of us. Yeah. Oil people <laughs> we have listen we have loyal listener that's true that's true ross <laughs> ross is out there uh, somewhere. actually he didn't put in a review this week what come on ross you can't <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, well yeah. anyway uh it's, it's it's been a long hiatus and so uh i i think it's time for a history lesson and now gentle listener it is time for a history lesson on legends tv talk I love that tune. I missed it so much. Anyway, here we are. Season four, <laughs> episode one, The Virgin Gary, directed by Gregory Smith. It was written by Phil Klemmer and Grian Godfrey and Kyle. Granny goodness. What? Granny good. Oh, yeah. Granny goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Kyle, how about you tell us what happened this episode? Well, the legends and the Time Bureau celebrated job well done with Zari chastising. Ah, here we go. Chastising Ray for allowing Nora Dark to escape. Ava and Sarah rekindle their relationship together. Constantine tries to warn Sarah about the darkness coming, but Sarah dismisses him claiming that they've searched the timeline and nothing is out of place for five months. The legends end up at Woodstock where they see a unicorn impale someone and eat their flesh. There's so no problem. Realizing he was right, Sarah locates Constantine and informs him of the situation. The unicorn will feast on the flesh of a virgin. So Constantine and the Legends use Time Bureau member Gary as bait to lure the unicorn before Constantine uses a spell to send the unicorn to hell. Back at his accommodation, Constantine experiences a dark form of magic throwing him around the place before writes in blood that it's coming for him. I can't Did get I my mouse. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, where's our dramatic gopher sound? There it is. <laughs> Seriously, I have four monitors, so like the mouse is over like Greenland. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you made me like three, four mouses on each screen, then you're like just going all over the place. Again, <laughs> if anyone out there wants to buy me a touchscreen monitor, be awesome. Yeah, what is it? Mac OS has that thing where like when you wiggle the mouse, it like gets really big so you can see where it is. Yeah, that's on a Mac. I wish yeah, that would I'm running a, I'm running a Windows machine. Uh, well, I am too now, but I mean that's that's a feature that everything should have, if you ask me. It really yeah. should. It it's just honestly, the I have a Mac. I, I love my Mac. It's a, a a witch to try to record this stuff on though, because oh, you have yeah. to like you pretty much have to jury rig it. Like trying to get like a stereo mix from all the inputs I've got going on, it's like you know, without pulling back the curtain too much. So you know, <laughs> we'll move it along, guys. Well, speaking uh, of features <laughs> that everything should have, I think Constantine is a character that every show should have. Hey, oh, look at that segue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now we, we got Constantine. We got him back. <laughs> and uh, the, the you know episode starts off what they're trying to find Paul Revere. They get him uh, in line uh, at the Beatles coming to America thing. And I, I like that little throwaway line where Nate was talking about, you know, or, or Mick was, you know, reluctant to help the Beatles. And then Nate was like, but without the Beatles, we wouldn't have, you know, all these different bands. And then he looks at Mick, who doesn't care. And then he's like, we wouldn't have Black Sabbath. Sabbath. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we got to save growing up history. And yeah, so, you know, I, I was I was curious as to what was going to happen when they were all called back to the office. I uh, didn't expect it to be a surprise party. Uh, yeah, that was that was kind I, of interesting. I thought it was definitely going to be like, oh, you guys are in trouble now. What have you done? There are monsters all over the place. Yeah, so we're, yeah. I, I honestly, I think we're missing that. We're burying the lead on this story, though, guys. The best part of that whole scene was they pretty much promised that Kyle would never have to butcher the word anachronism. That's yes. true. <laughs> and that's pretty much the most important thing. About the whole season. <laughs> There's going to be a new word this season that I'm going to butcher. I can't wait. It's going to be some yeah, weird archaic word for monster that's just going to be, you know. Because what was it'll be? It was. It started with an A as well. Aberration. Aberration. Yeah. And now it's anachronism. And now it's a mystical creature. That yeah. one I can't. Throw. That one's not too bad. <laughs> Although yeah. probably the names of the monsters will be difficult. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Long as yeah. Swamp Thing. Oh, oh we got a Swamp Thing reference here. Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right. Will the hater. No love for Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I we've talked about this. I, when it comes to DC's magic, I'm just kind of like... Eh. But I mean Zatanna. Come on. Uh, yeah. Zatanna's all right in the fishnets, but that's about it. It's it's, <laughs> I, yeah. I, it's it's You know what it is? I think I figured this out. You know, we talked about this all last year. It, it's like Legends loves their MacGuffin. Yeah. And Magic is the ultimate freaking MacGuffin. Like, mm -hmm. there is no other, like, it's like, what? Uh, how the hell do we get out of this story? Uh, why doesn't Constantine say something sideways? And, you know, he makes eyes at Gary, and now he farts in E-flat, and all of a sudden the monster became, you know, you know, Etrigan. I, I, it just... <laughs> it's, it's it's the classic like you, you know the D D cartoon from way back when no yes no, i love the D D cartoon with <laughs> willie ames voicing the lead i didn't know that much about it but you know that there's that one little scene <laughs> where like the dm guys like you know it's magic and then they turned that into a meme and it's like it's magic i don't gotta explain shit <laughs> so that's, 
that's basically i think going to be this uh this uh season but uh i don't know I, i'm happy to see constantine though i think oh, it'll yeah. be neat to uh you know explore that um but yeah let, let's let's dig on into it and so we see there are a couple things a couple of different storylines where everybody meets up at woodstock so we have uh uh we have ray trying to find nora with zari uh, and so they go to woodstock because they just assume that that's where she would be because there's these murders about hippies and stuff and if you know Nora doesn't like hippies, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it was more the murders in time. That's the reason why they thought that's why Zari and Nate or Ray thought that she was there. Yeah. But and I guess so, but, but Sarah just went, I'm trying to remember why she went there. She was going just to try to find this, uh, this other anachronism they're looking for. Right. Uh, yeah. Because she went to, uh, the time bureau and Gary was there and they saw that there was something happening at Woodstock. Oh, that's so right. That's right. That's right. right. Went. And then uh, Nate shows up because of Hank saying the Woodstock massacre when they were at his house. And it was like, okay, we got to go. Something screwed up with time. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's let's talk about Hank for a second here. We got uh, <laughs> we got Papa Biff. <laughs> I I had totally forgotten that that uh, uh I, I didn't recognize the name. I think when I saw that like Hank's dad was being cast. For some reason, I was thinking it was his granddad was going to come back, but no, it's actually his dad, and it's played by the same actor who was Biff Tannen in the Back to the Future series. And so we have this like time travel connection there, which I'm sure they're going to be there's got to be something they're going to like, you know, got to be that somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I really, I was really hoping there'd be a DeLorean in the driveway. <laughs> and yeah. spot on. So, and this, this is also an interesting thing too. Uh, Nate's dad's house was not the, uh, the arrow mansion, the one that they always use in every single CW yeah. show where they need a mansion. No, this, yeah, this was something new. Yeah. Well, I guess they're, they're location scouts. Uh, they, they had to make something. them work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what did you guys think about Papa Biff? Um, he's everything that Nate said he was in season two and three. He's a hard ass. They, there's no loving between those two. And it's, I think, because of um, Grandpa Haywood. Yeah. There's a reason why. So we can blame Rip Hunter for that one, too. Yeah, thanks a lot, Rip. R.I.P. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Will, what do you think? Did you like Papa Biff? I I listen. I love Thomas. I think it's Thomas Wilson is his name. Yeah. I I think he's honestly. I anything I've ever seen him in, he's. I mean, he's always Biff. There's nothing you can do. I mean, he was in some stupid Sandra Bullock movie like three years ago, and you know he was Biff in that. And yeah, uh, what the heck was he in like in the 90s he, or late 80s or, or late 90s, early 2000s? He was on a TV, um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. He was oh. he was the gym teacher in that. Yeah. So that's right, like that's right. I. That's interesting. I love the guy. I do. I I do every time. And I mean, my favorite line, you know, is. Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> in one line, you kind of get what kind of a jerk he is. Yeah. So like it kind of great. Uh, I think he's perfect casting, you know, and he, and he comes down on Nate really well. And, you know, I've, I, I like, Hank, I like the character of Hank. I've always liked the character of Hank Haywood. And, you know, I think that was the character of the original steel after the eighties version was Hank. Okay. And I think his, I think his name was Hank as well. And, you know, he was like Hank Haywood jr. Or something. 
but I just, I do. I, I give me more of him. Like I'll watch an entire episode with him in it. But other than that, I thought it was, you know, he was great. I, who was the mom? That's a question. It's just no one. Uh, yeah, not familiar to me at all. No, she was somebody I recognized her. I'm gonna have to check this out. But yeah, well, I mean, talk amongst yourselves. Well, if only we had some way to like find instrument information out in the world. Yeah, your 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 TV knowledge from you know way back when is is far superior to mine. So I'll leave that to you. <laughs> uh, in, in the meantime, though, we have all three of these characters. Well, all three of these storylines coming together at Woodstock and uh, the Woodstock massacre, as it was known in 2018 at the time, because of uh, a bunch of people got trampled to death and murdered uh, the official story, you know, saying that, but when in actuality, what it was, they came across a unicorn and what better place to see a unicorn than at Woodstock? Because I mean, no one was on drugs there. There's, there's no way anyone would hallucinate that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the perfect killing field for a unicorn. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. And the fact that Zari doesn't know what a hippie is because she's born in 20, uh, she's, She's alive in 2018, but doesn't have the knowledge of a hippie in 2045, 2042, I think. It was I when would... they got her. Wait, yeah, I think so. Well, how old was that make her, though? Because she was like six or seven. In 2018, yeah. So 2045. Oh, that's a decent. Well, no, she's only, it's only 30, 28 years later. So she's, so she's in her mid thirties, mid thirties, something like that. Okay, that works. That works. I was thinking, when yeah, that like, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, oh, that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, so so we have this mystical creature, this unicorn. Wait, do I? Twenty forty-two. Twenty forty-two. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but that's that's good. We know that they didn't mess that up, which is which is nice. But it's kind of weird, and, though. I, I guess the oh. future government of 2042 erased knowledge of hippies because that would be like, you know, there's no peace, love movement going on. We don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, by the way, as an aside, this is how bad my TV watching is. Not to make it about me. Um, yeah, I recognized her because she was the judge in Battlestar Galactica for two episodes. Yeah. Wow. Which? Yeah, I, I might need to read a book. Battlestar Galactica? Like Which the new battles? one, yeah, the new one. Obviously. Oh, okay, yeah, the, okay, okay. The really, really good one, as opposed to like just the good one. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, so we have this unicorn, and it's eating people's hearts because that's what unicorns do, and they're violent, evil killing machines. Which, which is is not the it's not an original thing. Like a, I've seen, you know, a, a cabin in the woods kind of played off of that too, where the unicorn comes out and stabs people. Um, but that's the, such- yeah, that is a great movie. But the the <laughs> rainbow mane. Uh, and the uh, hallucinogenic musk uh, were two new additions that I'd never seen in <laughs> unicorn lore before. And that was pretty awesome because, as we all know, here on Legends uh, TV Talk, we love to see Nate on drugs. And uh, yeah. so <laughs> this, this was an excellent opportunity for that. Because uh, ever a chance to get Nate on drugs, it's it's definitely with a unicorn. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, of course, like both he and Mick get sprayed at the same time, and they have these, like, you know, Excellent hallucinations where Mick thinks that Nate is uh, Axel the rat and uh, <laughs> Nate thinks Mick is his father. And so they have this touching moment <laughs> where they're both telling each other these things. That they day. tell each other they love each other. I love you too. <laughs> and Mick hugs the rat. That was the. <laughs> and let he me hugs just say the that. giant rat. 
Yeah, the, the giant man sized rat. Giant rat. Now listen, but, I went to Disney. I hugged a rat once too. Huh? Hi. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. But they don't talk at Disney though, right? No. They're not allowed to. Sure yeah. But uh this 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 was something that, that kind of like you know chat my ass when I saw it, is that on on Legends uh <laughs> last season they uh they had the whole axle thing and then the 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 rat went away and then it comes back and uh you know on the death episode because it died and so but we have this closing story arc for this for this rat and then we even have another little bit here where you know he gets some closure uh mick finally gets some closure with 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 axel but we don't know where mick snurtle the turtle on flash has been for years so I Here. think the Legends writers are better with animals than with uh, than the Legends or the Flash writers. It's it's got to be it's got to be. I mean these little things are important and they matter. And uh, yes. <laughs> I will not rest. On Peter's going to get on the Flash writers. I know. Well, we are. Yeah, we already got him to to you know tweet it out and uh, and join us in the hunt for McSnurdle. So. We'll see. Oh my well, gosh, are you seriously still on this whole McSnurdle kick? Yes, yes, I am because it's ridiculous. Uh, I, think, I think we might find out when Nora moves into the loft. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully she's going to be like, "Is that the turtle that died before I was born?" No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or she ki- yeah. she kills it. Oh, that would be great. I'm, oh, oh, maybe, maybe uh, you know, as long as there's some closure to McSnurdle, and then she eats it because there's oh. a the future. That'd be kind of wait weird. a second. Does that mean Nora is older than Zari or is Zari? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I because that's speculation talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speculate. I just on that I later. can't believe I, I never thought of this before. I'm like, you guys have opposing timelines. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting though, because they're both alive at the same time, and Nora clearly doesn't come from some dystopian future verse. Uh so that's, well, that's... yeah, because um Ooh, what if she's let's say, 20, no 2024 is when the flash disappears, and then 25 years later from that. It's 2049. So that's even further than what Zari. Where so she, maybe Zari uh, fixes the future. That could happen. That could All happen. Right. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. So so yeah. So anyway, we, we uh they, <laughs> the team gets dosed uh with some awesome unicorn psychic magic mushroom stuff. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm gonna try to find some of that. I'm gonna be like, yo, hey, you got any of that, <laughs> uh, that unicorn musk? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you find a street drug called unicorn musk, I, I wouldn't take it. I I have all the unicorn musk you can handle, sweetheart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you like my rainbow mane? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. It's got butterflies in it. But yeah, Stop so the, the team gets uh gets dosed. Oh man, this hat's making my head itch. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, look that at that. Oh, wow. That's just a whole lot of you. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so the team gets dosed, and we have Sarah. Did that, Did Sarah not get dosed as well? Sarah hid behind Zari. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I, I was I was trying to see. I was like, you know, because when uh, she goes to find Constantine to get some help, uh, you know, Constantine says they're about to be in for a wild ride. And I was like, wasn't Sarah in that too? And I, I didn't see her hide behind Zari. So that's interesting. Yeah, she hid behind Zari. So that's why she was safe from the hallucinogenic unicorn 
juice. Gotcha. Well, uh, so Sarah recruits Constantine, uh, who it was in the middle of a threesome, but once he heard about a unicorn, somehow that drew his attention away from the threesome. So priorities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it turns out that in order to cast the spell, Constantine needs to return the unicorn to hell. They need a virgin. And at Woodstock in 1969, probably not going to find a lot of them there. No. So we turn to one of our, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Gary. He, he seems kind of like whatever, but of course he's your, he's kind of our MacGuffin in a lot of ways. He he might be Mark Armor Guffin for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. I I get the feeling Gary is going to be coming in and uh, uh, you know, serving that role in a lot of ways that they can't for for a lot of different things that they need him for, and which is which is okay. I think it worked last season. We'll see how it works this season. But uh, you know, they got to get that virgin and Gary, despite what he and Constantine did last season, <laughs> which they kind of mentioned that that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they use him to try and cast this spell. And, uh, so I'm assuming, so what it says, so they, they met up with, they, they needed the, uh, saliva Jerry from, Garcia? yeah, it was Jerry Garcia. Cause they need the saliva of a, of a nine fingered person, nine fingered person. That's right. And they needed um, the amulet of the, a, uh, of a witch doctor or which a, they got from some, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And then the strand of hair from a um, or something soul that was going to die soon. Oh, yeah, because Janis Joplin was about to die soon. And, and then that was it. Yeah, and that and was it. The... Yeah, I mean, Gary. Gary's virginness. So, so, yeah, we had some, I mean, we had some pretty, like, decent cameos from history yeah. people, but not, but it wasn't, like... It wasn't the main focus of the episode this time. We're yeah. like, it, it's it's kind of like when Grodd went back to Chicago and met up with Barack Obama. It was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what did you guys think? Is is that something you're gonna you think we're gonna be seeing more of? Is it going to be just cameos of historical figures uh, where we deal mostly with the monster as opposed to the historical figure, or will we be seeing some interactions more with the? historical figures and the monsters. That's one thing I was curious about because with the monsters in time, you know, you have those two kind of intersecting possibilities where you can go for uh, just the monsters in time or the monsters screwing up history by interacting with, with, you know, famous people and whatnot. Uh, Kyle, what, what, what do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to go that route or they're going to, uh, are we going to see more like what we saw in this episode? <sighs> Hard to say, but I, I think I'm more leaning towards the, the, the mystical creature is going to, uh, interact with the the cameos. I don't think as much like say for next week is that's going to be like the major thing. But I think down the road there's going to be um, major screw upage with uh, with historical feature uh, people. But yeah, only time will tell. Because I mean, I haven't heard like I like for news wise like like where we heard like in season two. Of legends where they had like George Lucas, yeah, and people like that. I haven't heard anyone like, oh yeah, they're gonna go like meet people. They're gonna be like samurai and wrestling. Maybe not samurai. I'm thinking of something different. Um, <laughs> they're gonna go with wrestling, but they're not gonna go with WWF wrestling. They're going with lucha wrestling. Ah, okay, okay. 
So, yeah. So. And, you know, we, we did a bunch of movie style, you know, they did ET, they did, uh, uh, several movie references. Why is my, I'm blanking on them right now, but we have a lot of those in, in uh, last season, which, you know, there's going to be a lot of famous people for those star Wars with George Lucas. Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking it, there might be more of a focus on the monsters uh, since we have Constantine now might as well do that. And it, maybe there'll be interactions with a little bit more slight, like you were saying, Kyle, you know, like with uh, Obama and Grodd, uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so the, with the help of Gary, uh, the legends are able to wrangle up this unicorn and I don't know, somehow the, the giant fangly teeth, of the unicorn didn't just rip Gary's hand straight off, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But his nipple just goes right away. But rest yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gary's nipple. <laughs> the, the unicorn in a, in a final effort to, you know, get out of the, uh, the, the spell jumps out of the portal. I guess he, does he bite the nipple off or does he stab him with his? I, I stabbed him. Not yeah. bit him off. Yeah. It, it, it would look like it was a complete stab. Yeah, it's so weird. So, so the 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 unicorn horn will stab a nipple off, but the crazy fangly teeth won't bite a hand off. I don't know. Yeah, that's legends for you. Greatest show ever. <laughs> Horniness is always more powerful than everything. That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Let's. Uh, overall, though, I, I I really I really enjoyed this uh, this premiere. Thought it was super fun. Uh, you know, freaking unicorns with you know LSD musk and stabbing people and eating hippies hearts and uh you know it just sounds like my third year of college (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and uh yeah and we had uh, of course uh papa biff showing up so that's really fun i think papa biff's gonna be what i'm gonna call him for the rest of the season Um, he really is nothing else but papa biff yeah yeah and there's there's obviously going to be some story there between nate and papa biff so that'll be interesting to see uh it, it it kind of uh Speaking of that, it, it sort of seems like they're they're trying to play off this maybe Ray and Zari sort of thing. What do you guys think about that? Like it, they spent a lot of time together this episode, and it seems that that Ray is kind of infatuated with Nora. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What 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 do you think, Will? Well, I think they got to ship something. Uh, with Mari gone, it's hey, and she's not coming back. She's the actress is coming back, but I wonder if they're going to try to put her with Nate again. But yeah, I I, I think they're building that three way and. Oh, well, wait a second. I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, the triangle. Perked up. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, by the way, the Constantine thing. He said a devil's streetway, if I'm not mistaken. No, he just said no. He just said a freeway. Oh, I thought oh, he said okay. devil's streetway, which, you know. Devil's yeah. triangle. Devil's yeah. triangle. Could go either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let us know but in the I comments do. which one you think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that, uh, you know, yeah, I think they're they're shipping those two and okay it's a cw show and it's been 10 minutes so i get it but uh, i think the overarching storyline for that is going to be uh ray and and uh nora Nora. yeah for sure for sure they have to i mean they're married for pete's sake they have great chemistry don't they do they do have have good chemistry and, and I mean, that's that's what you want in a relationship on screen is good chemistry, because I mean, that's what makes it work. And so I don't see why they would waste that. It just doesn't make sense. See, I just always, you know, I, I always wanted boobies I'm just on screen. I'm just me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will edit that out later. But Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. It's the Game of Thrones effect. You know, in, in five, ten years, it's going to be like that on on, you know, basic cable. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, speaking of Nora, though, uh, that that I got some questions about her. So I think it's uh, time for some speculation. 
going to tell me about these things, man. I got to find the mouse again. Oh. <laughs> got to li- got to listen, man, for the transition. It's time for speculation. All righty. So, first on the speculation shopping block here is it's a return of the speculation. Um, but yeah, so Nora's gone. She escaped the time, uh, the time bureau, and it's all because of of Ray. And you know, like Ray's gonna do, what Ray's gonna do. So, uh, where do we think Nora is in time? Will she show up again? And will she be redeemed, or is she still gonna be evil? Will, what you got? I think Nora is somewhere in time. And yes, she's gonna be redeemed, but but evil. Evilly redeemed. I have no idea. I really didn't give her any so thought. I, I don't care about the character. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and they, they have not. They, they, and I think I said this last year. I don't know, but they really didn't engage me with Nora. I liked Nora as Damien's daughter, and now that Damien's dead, eh, eh. just couldn't really, don't really uh, care too much about her. I, it's not that I don't care. I mean, I just. It's just, uh, yeah. The show already has too many characters. Now you're throwing like, yeah. Well, we lost one, but she's coming back as a different character, right? And And again, like, (laughs) (laughs) why? Which they talked about. I'm I'm glad they talked about Wally. Yeah, me too. I yeah for like one sentence. Yeah. So we lost two then. Yeah. Uh, One was permanent. Another one, the actress is coming back. Yeah, right. Well, Kyle, what do you think, man? Do you think uh, we're gonna get a redemption arc here for for Nora? Uh, is she yeah. gonna pop up or what? She's definitely gonna pop up again. Um, I th- it's definitely gonna be a redemption arc. Um, it's just a matter of when and how. Um, I think I think she'll still have she'll still have magic, so I think she might run into Constantine first and fight uh. him. And then, because he's not he's not from the Time Bureau, he doesn't know really that Nora's on the run unless they tell her, unless they tell him. So, so it's a possibility. Um, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think of anything that she would want to do. I mean, besides uh, wanting Ray. Yeah, I, I think oh, you're I have to get, a good point. Oh, go ahead, Will. I have to do a shout out, guys. Oh, my, yeah. my girl in the hospital is watching us from her hospital bed. So <laughs> when he's like, not fair for you to be having so much fun, Will. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. That's good. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, I agree. I think she's going to pop up at some point. I think it makes sense that she will uh, interact with Constantine. I like, I like that. I like that idea, Kyle. Oh, uh, what if she was the one in the three-way? <laughs> that would be interesting. That would a be magical three-way. Yeah. But uh aren't they, whoa, 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 whoa. this needs to be asked. Aren't they all? Just saying. Aren't they think about it? Yeah, probably. I think they would all be for, for the participants, odds are good. I don't think anyone there are probably some people, but I I mean I can imagine that the first time you're just kind of like <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but speaking of Constantine, though, <laughs> uh, at the end of the episode, we saw this demonic force kind of like 
appears if he was trying to possess him or something. And uh, what I'd yeah. really like to speculate on this is not the message in the mirror, but how in the hell did that towel stay on him? Like, <laughs> I've I've walked from you know the the bathroom adjacent to my room to my bed and had the towel fall off and like i wasn't even attacked by demons but john constantine manages to keep the towel on even while being thrown against the wall and attacked by demons how is this possible the mcguffin of the week magic yeah. magic and a and a clothespin yeah <laughs> or a magic clothespin where where was he hiding the clothespin <laughs> oh. wouldn't you like but to know? I, no but i think i know who who wrote the the message? Yeah. Now I don't think I don't think uh, Will will know, but I think you and I will, Bell. I okay. think it's the demon that imprisoned um, Aster. You know, I was thinking the same thing. That that's, that's exactly that's exactly. Oh. <laughs> come on, come on, Will. I mean, I, yeah, it, it it makes sense because it it would it would tie it would tie even more the Constantine show with the with the arrowverse yeah no it's it's that's that's for sure gotta be it like that's my guess is that he's I, coming back to hunt constantine i don't yeah. think so i yeah, well, don't who do you think, think it so is? i i don't know that we necessarily know who it is i think it's gonna be a big magical big bad they tend to go a little bit broad with or they create something new like we all kind of thought malice might have been something else last year it I don't think they're going to go to Constantine level of, you know, like, because again, that means you have to watch the show that was on NBC for 13 episodes three years ago or on the WB or the CW seed app right now. But I, unless they're going to do an entire episode focused on him, I just don't, I think it's gotta be, it's going to be something a little bit more general, a little bit more broad, like, you know, it rip hunter for all i know you know like this could be a way for them to bring him in i it's just you know it seems like it would this would be an opportunity to either create something completely new or you know or he did say he knew him right he said he kind of had an idea who it was or yeah which so i if it's i mean i i see where you're going with it and yeah it makes sense for them to just bring something just completely out of the woodwork because they don't have to worry about people understanding these other characters that have been introduced in a show that's three years old <laughs> but and uh that was a, and that was a failure to be quite i mean like it or not i mean it was story-wise people dug it but i mean it lasted half a season it it didn't get you know it got like a two rating it was pretty you know it, it it could be hard for people to find, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's not like it's coming from Flash or Arrow, which a lot of people watch. Yeah. It's coming from an obscure. I mean, and again, they might go obscure, but I just I they could do something so much better. It could be Zatara. It could be, you know, uh, it could be Felix, Felix Faust would be great. Like, right. let it be Faust, you know, <laughs> like and that would fit. But oh, my God, what if it's Neuron? Well, this is one thing I was thinking is that uh, if it's not the Aster Demon, because they, they did talk about that with Constantine last season, I think. Right. I think they they did, did mention it. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if it's, if it's not that demon, what if it's Harold Perrineau's character from the Constantine show? Oh, the uh, Manny the Angel? Yeah, Manny the Angel. Because, <sighs> I mean, I, spoilers for the oh. Constantine TV show if you haven't seen it. 
Uh, but you've had three years and only one season to watch. It's 13 episodes long, so I'm sorry. But uh, it turns out, <laughs> it turns out that Manny was actually uh, not not a bad guy per se, but like he, he kind of turns at the end, and there's an interesting twist with him. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, come on, I liked it. Shut up, Will. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody else might have to start running the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, that, that was my other guess is that it could be, uh, Manny. Um, but you know, I, I will, you have a good point. You know, they, this is an opportunity for them to do all sorts of new stuff too. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it if I, it, it's weird. Cause I, you know, go to go off on a tangent here, but like, like last week, the kids are all in Halloween movie mode and they, they put the goosebumps movie from like three years ago on and, and Jack black and, and I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I didn't read Goosebumps. I didn't watch Goosebumps. I was in college when it was out. Like I was a little bit past the age range. But I'm watching this movie going, you know what? This is like, I could tell that this was like a love letter to the people that did read it. Like the characters yeah. they were bringing in and all that stuff. I'm like, and, and the kids were loving it. And so I was enjoying it with them. But I'm sitting there going, this, you know, this isn't for me, but I could appreciate the, you know, the the bringing it back around and and catering to that that group of fans so if they're going to do something like that for constantine i'm all for it take an episode wrap up some of the storylines because i guess they had a few dangling ones i'm cool with that but i think as far as a big bad goes you know i'm a i'm a dc's legend of tomorrow fan and have been since season one you know by bringing constantine in and all of a sudden bringing on his bad guys and his stuff i like a little bit of it but i just I think the big bad needs to be somebody a little bit more generalized because I think you bring in just a big bad from Constantine. What the hell is Ray Palmer going to do against it? You know, like he's going to go inside I, I the nostrils and then like make himself big and blow his head up. Yeah. That would be so freaking cool. But I, I, I mean, do you know what I see? I just, I, 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 I'm down with making this somewhat of a Constantine, you know, he, he needs to be a part of it, but he needs to be, I would rather see him become part of the tapestry than to become the focus. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get you're saying, but like I, I agree with the with the love the love letter kind of sentiment thing, right? You know, it's it's he's on the show because people like the, the NBC Constantine show, but I don't know if everyone watched that show enough, maybe to merit it. Yeah, I mean I see what you're saying. I, I think it'd be cool as a fan of that NBC show, but then again, we don't want to, you know, alienate uh everyone else who watches Legends for Legends. And you know, it's right. it's not the Constantine season. Uh and, and who knows whether or not he's gonna stay as a cast member after this season. You know, they they might, you know, write him off, sunset him, whatever. Um say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so who knows? that in there, by the way. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like any any other uh, speculations about this this week's episode? I I this is one thing that I was very uh, happy to see is that they didn't do this whole um, uh, Sarah hides the magical monsters. Oh, from yeah. <laughs> no, Sorry. that's yeah, that's 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 definitely that's happened several times. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that Sarah didn't hide the whole magical monsters thing from uh, uh, from Ava. And that was a plot line that I was expecting them to do, and they didn't, and they handled it awesomely, and that was super great. So uh, I was going to speculate that that was going to be something that they were going to have to drag out for three or four episodes, and I'm really, really glad they didn't. Um, but, but yeah, any, any other any other speculation points you guys wish to make? I liked 
was going back to what you said, I want to kind of branch off that. I loved Ava and um crap, I can't Sarah. Sarah. I liked that. I liked that storyline. I liked the the fact Hashtag that it's well, yeah, it's it's not that's it, the it ship feels a little genuine. Right we don't need yeah. raids. That's the that's ship. true. But it's <laughs> it's a it's the most genuine I think that they've shown like on this show. Like the genuine most genuine relationship. I mean, seeing the you know, I I do. I like it a lot. I'm yeah. I'm a, I'm on board. You know, unless they're gonna put Nate and Mick together, then you know I, I might have to jump ship on that. But <laughs> that would be interesting. It would be interesting. But yeah, like this is this is I I hope they don't do this whole will they won't they kind of thing with this relationship. Uh, and oh, I think they have many many times. Yeah, they've already done it. So like it's overplayed, which is why I'm so glad they didn't go with that. And I, I just want I, I don't want their relationship stress to be a big factor on everything else because I want to see them in a in a successful happy relationship because I think the characters deserve it and it, and it's great to see that on TV it's you know to, to see a, a healthy working relationship uh, and so yeah the you know decision to move in together and all that kind of stuff and uh, uh, you know Ava's she's not threatened at all by Constantine and you know all these you know healthy relationship markers yeah <laughs> it's so good for people to see. And, Perhaps uh, they'll be celebrating their dog's birthday sometime soon. Maybe, maybe. Because that's what <laughs> my, my dog's birthday was earlier this month, and uh, <laughs> dog's birthday. Was today. So oh. yeah, go have sorry, <laughs> hey, it's gonna be fun. Shut up, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Hate you guys. Oh, <laughs> we should pull back the curtain on that. We uh, yeah. we have a hard stop tonight because Bell has to go to his girlfriend's dog's birthday party. <laughs> Well, it's not really a birthday party per se. It's just we're, we're having some, some treats and stuff. And it's, it's you know, I got to get my dog acclimated to her dog. I think it's going to be fun. So you guys, you guys, you guys shut up. Yeah, well, I, I, I believe in full disclosure. So I'm not, you know, whatever. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Oh, we've got we've got some live comments here, and if I can find my mouse, I'll put them on the screen. Oh wait, it's over here. Oh, you know, Amanda. So Amanda she she did seem a little threatened by Constantine, or she was, she, but it wasn't one of those things where it's like I don't want you ever to like you know deal with him again or that kind of stuff. Like that's not going to be. It doesn't feel like that's going to be a uh, uh, a source of like dramatic tension in their relationship. Uh, it that, at least that's what it you know felt like to me. And but you, you mean you may be right. Maybe it says something that's going to build up and that's going to cause a problem there. And that's just you know going to be some drama because we know CW shows they got to have drama. But uh, uh, yeah, well, she wasn't I, like completely not threatened. So yeah, you are right there. Well, actually, I think there was a nuance there. Uh, if you want to go into that, I mean, I think Amanda's absolutely right in that regard. It's like if you think about it, if you've ever been in a new relationship and your ex, all right, starts sniffing around, or even just somebody you've been around before. You know, like your new partner knows that they're not supposed to get all like super jealous because it, it it don't look good. You're green, blah blah blah. It it's a bad it's a bad beat. It's a bad look. So I think Ava's like, I know I'm supposed to be okay with this, but deep on the inside, she's like, you know, I'm I'm gonna like blow that British booyah back to the stuff. You know, like I just. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you know, I do think it could grow into something like that. So she could be like, "Look, I even because most of the time when that happens, in my experience, the the girls just wait to be like, I told you I was okay with it. I showed you I'm okay with it. You're being a jerk.' Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but 
I, that doesn't happen now if Wendy's still listening. That I'm very happy, and she, you know, she's the <laughs> best woman ever. And uh, I'm very lucky. And if she wants to celebrate the birthday party for our cats, uh, no, we have three kids. It's good. It's a great idea. You should do it. Everyone should do it. Fun. I got my dog a little bone. Said happy birthday on it. It was great. Oh my god! Have a kid. No. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. That's a terrible idea. I'm I'm a terrible dog dad. I'd be a horrible human dad. <laughs> that's not true but uh anyway i i think we speculated here we got it we got a hard I like amanda my, my dog uh, birthday party uh so why don't we get to everyone's favorite segment segment of the show the ending uh, which is what oh the ending of the show yeah <laughs> no the, the section where we make fun of my dog's birthday oh that's uh -oh. A, that's going to become a thing now yeah <laughs> i won't make fun of it but yes, anyway, uh, <laughs> I think it's time for Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mix Quote of the Week. All right, here we are, Mix Quote of the Week. We got a couple here from this episode. They're all a lot of, a lot of good Mickisms. Uh, so, Kyle, why, why don't you read us down the list? Gladly. We need to protect these mop heads from whatever is screwing up history. Machine's still spinning. And I'm still standing. I'm still standing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what is this spring break? I'm talking about a felony. <laughs> Roofied by a horse. Wait, wasn't it more like roofied by a horse? <laughs> I don't know. I know my vote, though. My vote is yeah. definitely roofied by a horse. Yeah, I'm going with the I, I, it, I just like being roofied roofied and horse together like you know blow and roofies it's the best thing ever so <laughs> you, you go up and you forget about it yeah you just you know you don't even remember how like all the terrible things that you did while you know how much of an asshole you were when you're it's, out, it's so. honestly my new weight loss plan i you don't see a fat heroin addict so i'm That's thinking true. i'm gonna get hooked on heroin drop the pounds <laughs> go to rehab and become president um but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so my vote roofied <laughs> your vote roofied kyle i vote roofie <laughs> roofied by a horse all right there you go we have uh, that was <laughs> now of course also we have a new segment here called nate's quote of the week because nate has been getting some pretty good one-liners so uh oh, we actually oh. have a thing for that do we have a yes. thing for that we have a thing for that oh we have a thing for that okay cool well here comes nate's quote of the week <laughs> Hey, this is a great voiceover. It's Nate's quote of the week. I'll record one eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who does Nate's quote of the week? I can do Nate's quote of the week. All right. <laughs> let's see. I'm going to do it. Um, a, a, an impression, though, of Nate's quote of the week as read by our buddy Ross. So here we go. <laughs> ah, those we are brony bros. No, no. I was just like, dude, we are brony bros. <laughs> Give me what? What is it? Give me some paw or hoof. They hoof? do the thing because they were like they were like back backhand yeah. to each other. Yeah, it's like a backhand sort of thing. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I have I no know. idea. I but yeah, I don't know what. It, yes, but dude, we are Brony Bros. Is the Nate quote of the week brought to you by <laughs> our friends uh, at Zelinsky Auto? So uh, when you need a brake pad, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Callahan. Sandusky, Ohio, Callahan Auto in yeah. Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> I make parts for people because that's what i am Working and that's people. who i care about 
I make parts for the working man because that's who I am and that's what I care about. Yeah. <laughs> or something to that effect. Yeah. I I haven't watched Tommy Boy in a long time. I need to watch that. Such a good movie. Uh we also have um another segment that we can't do because he didn't do it, but we also have music for that. Here's our Ross review theme. It's Ross, Ross's you got review. an epic Ross review bump, <laughs> and you didn't even write us a review. No this review. Is... No review. This is, I, yes. That, that's, it. by the way, we should send a big, big shout out to Charlie Bach for those uh, putting those together. Absolutely. Charlie is the man. Uh, we'll, we'll give you his information in the outro, which, uh, I mean, it looks it like is... we're out of time. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow, well, wait for me to jump that gun. We'll be yeah. editing that out later. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, get that out in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, it, it looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's Legends Talk TV. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow me at Kyle Krause 89 And you can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. Which I will say, I just listened to a few weeks ago. It's actually worth a listen. I cannot recommend that enough. And you can follow me on Twitter, at WR Benson. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. Uh, we also created a Facebook page, so be sure to like us there at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. That's also where we go live every week, uh, so you can watch us live there. And if you like this show, check out some of the other uh, shows from the DC TV Talk Network. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Flash TV Talk, and the iZombie Podcast. And hey, while you're at that, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And I didn't pull up iTunes, so we're not doing that this week. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player. Is that still a thing? And Google Play. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for making our bumps and our outro music. Uh, super cool. He made some new ones for us this season. Thanks, Ross, for not, you know. Yeah, way to, way to let us down, Ross. I'm sure he'll <laughs> be apologizing in our next one, though. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you can check out the rest of his other stuff, which is really, really awesome. And I highly suggest you check it out at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time.